you are a grown human being, but just look at yourself. Look what you've become. You're addicted. It started when you were young, just a little bit here and there. And over time, you can't get enough of video games. Welcome to One More Game. They keep making them, and we keep playing them. And everyone around us will keep nagging. Boy, you guys sure do complain a lot. If it's video game news, reviews, and commentary, we're talking about it. So when your life doesn't allow you to spend time playing games, we've got you covered. This is the One More Game Podcast. And now your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I turned myself into a pickle, Swift. Boom, big reveal. I'm a pickle. What do you think about that, Stroke? I turned myself into a pickle. I'm Pickle Matt. Welcome, gamers, to One More Game Podcast, episode 27. Today is the 26th of September, 2022. I'm your host, The Stroke, and I'm here with Swift Mita. Swift, what's up? Hey, buddy. Um, I'm doing all right. Been a long weekend. We had uh, friends over Thursday or retirement Friday slash Oktoberfest. Friends over Saturday. Friends over Sunday. It's just been a long weekend, and I'm uh, pretty tired. So yeah, give that give that liver. Li- how about how about you? Give that liver some rest, bud, and uh, just take it easy. Yeah, seriously. Cuddle up with some video games, just like I'm Pickle Matt did. He's also joining us. Uh, what's up, man? That's right. Yeah. I've uh, kind of a long weekend too. I've been getting ready to move and whatnot. Uh, moving in about two and a half weeks. So getting everything packed up and cleaned up. It's just been a little chaotic, but a little bit of time for gaming. Very nice. Yeah. If you don't know, I'm Pickle Matt and I, we're going to pass like ships in the night in North Texas. High five. We wanted to try to do a, <laughs> a live, uh, at least two man podcast, but uh, may not happen. But anyways, such is life. It is Monday, and uh, thanks for joining us if you are in the chat or listening on podcast. Uh, sorry we missed you yesterday. Sometimes you just got to reschedule, and I think we might have to move our normal time to a different day, but we'll let you know uh, on our Twitter whenever that happens. But for now, it's uh, we're just going to play it by ear. But we are here, not skipping a week, and uh, we're going to make this happen for you. Big Eats in the chat says, I've got to get some rest, but congrats on affiliate. Speaking of which... Big Eats 13 is our first official One More Game podcast subscriber on Twitch. Big number one fan. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. What do you guys want to say? That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, really cool. And uh, we've got some big announcements coming up here as a thank you to all you guys who have supported us. We've reached our follower goals and uh, reached our Twitch affiliate status. So we're looking to get you some swag, some uh, opportunities to pick up some One More Game swag or uh, other cool things. Uh, I'm Pickle Matt. Gives you a little preview. Why don't you, uh, why don't you show the listeners, or at least the viewers, what, what we could uh, what we could get heading their way. That's right. A little uh, custom. Oh, is that backwards again? Yeah, it's backwards. Backwards again. Yep. It's mirrored, but we're, uh, there we go. We got a little go, custom Peter. 3D printed uh, gamer tags here or... You know, whatever whatever your heart desires, I can we can make some phrases for you, a hashtag, whatever it might be. But uh, for the people listening, if you subscribe, we'll be able to get you. It's like a little 3D print that you can either put up on your desk or inside your PC or on top of your PlayStation or something like that. Should be cool. 
Yeah, 3D print your uh, your gamer nice. tag. That's what we're looking to get our first. Uh, we'll call it ten subscribers. Their gamer tags, 3D printed, whatever color they like, and some other uh, one more game podcast swag. We'll have that headed your way. And just appreciate you guys a lot for all the support as we've, uh, what have we been doing this for about a half a year now? Yeah, Shoot. dude, it's been a long time. Surprising. It went by, you know, pretty quick in my opinion, but yeah. we've been having a lot of fun doing it and we appreciate everybody. Yeah. Big Eats, we'll, uh, we'll hit you up with, uh, how we can get your custom order and what color you want. Cool. Cool. Well, dudes. That being said, thanks. We love all the support, but let's get into the news for the week. All right, all right. Motive, the same studio that's been working on uh, the Dead Space remake. In, it's basically an EA studio that they kind of own. Has announced that it's working on a single-player AAA Iron Man game, which is super awesome. Uh, unless they screw it up, then it sucks. But uh, early development... Sounds pretty promising, and uh, yeah, that company actually has released footage of the Dead Space remake, and it looks really good. Uh, you guys excited for this? I think Iron Man has been like the superhero that I wanted to play in a video game the most. Oh yeah, um, there's an Iron Man VR game that I've yet to dive into, but I've heard really good reviews. But when you look at like superheroes that you'd want to make a video game for, I feel like Iron Man's one of the first ones because of all the cool gadgets and. Um, all the cool fighting you could do with them. Yeah, it seems yeah, like a number. I know it's a diff, different studio, but what they did with the Spider-Man game just gets me so excited about this game. Being able to fly around and, oh man, I bet it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And it said uh, single player only too, right? So we're not doing any like Battle Royale, free to play, bull crap situation. So hopefully it's a really cool AAA like uh, Spider-Man no buying uh, yeah. different skin suits and stuff. Mark one, Mark two. Skin suits. Uh, but <laughs> the, sorry, I've been watching uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer show. Yo, my Dude, my I, wife has I to. watched that. Oh, oh, I watched the whole series this weekend. I can't watch. It that. is the one of the creepiest shows I think I've ever seen. It's so dark. You, that so actor you guys can, is so good. You yeah. guys can watch that. He's so good. I, and but you can't play games. I can play games, but I can't watch like real people, even if it's just like the movies. Yeah. That it's so horrible. Well, that's a good point yeah, to bring dude, up. That I mean, show is something else. Movies and video games actually touch on two completely different like uh, parts of the human psyche, which we can talk to in a different time. But video games kind of hit you with like the agency part of uh, your yeah. psyche and. Movies hit with the empathy part of your mind. So, like, yeah, it's funny how some people can, like, Swift can't play a agency scary game, right? But he can watch an empathy-related scary movie. Well, to be fair, it's not really scary. Well, it's scary that people I mean, like that are real. Just the, <laughs> the thought of that is scary, but the, the show is not scary. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's just really dark and and really messed up. Well, cool. Hey, back to video games really quick. Motive. Uh, I'm really glad that um, <laughs> it's probably kind of a, a statement by Disney, but Motive made Star Wars Squadrons and they helped with Battlefront mm. 2. So it's kind of cool that um, at least they trust them enough with the IP to give them Iron Man. So I'm hoping that there's a lot of good funding and a lot of good talent behind this one. 
Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I, I also want to check out the Iron Man VR game because that sounds like a, a home run as well. But Well, cool. All right. If you're a PC gamer, you may have heard of some news that happened in the realm of PC gaming technology this last week, I guess we need to talk about. So NVIDIA has announced their 4000 series RTX cards. Uh, the Founders Edition cards are a pretty sizable step up from the 3000 series. We're talking like two to four times power slash speed. Not without some downsides, but uh, the 4080, what do you got for uh, for specs on these uh, 4000 cards on Pickle Matt? Um, just from NVIDIA's own, like tooting their own horn, they were showing two to, I think they were showing like four times on uh, like Microsoft Flight Simulator and then I'm not I'm not one of the tech wizards like that cares about CUDA cores. Just tell me what it runs my games. Teraflops at. and Terafloppers. Yeah. Um <laughs> one thing that they did say, uh they announced the prices for the Founders Edition cards. So for the forty eighty twelve gigabyte, it's gonna be nine hundred bucks. And then for the sixteen gigabyte forty eighty, it's gonna be twelve hundred bucks and then fifteen hundred for your forty ninety, which um I think people were hoping for a little bit lower price. These are like, these seem to be like still GPU scalper market type height of uh, COVID, height of Bitcoin kind of situations. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if they, how well that price point works. But I imagine that the, um, not EVGA, but all the other third party card developers are going to have pretty closely priced cards, but it's not great. Yeah, there's some other downsides. I looked at the uh, power requirements for the 4090. They recommend a minimum of an 850 watt power supply. And you're also going to be using different pins to power this thing than come normally with your graphics cards. I think it's six plus two pins. So yeah, this is going to put a little bit of a curveball into the PC building market, but... Uh, and that probably also means that the 4090 Ti, when that finally comes out, will be pushing two grand, which is insane. Yeah, which is like what the 3080 Ti's were for a little bit there with uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Right. But um, one thing that, if if you watch the presentation at all, I know we were talking about this on the Bonsai Gaming Discord, but man, I feel like every time I look at the news as far as technology goes, I'm just like, I need to start making good with all the robots and AI because they're about to about to be our overlords. <laughs> they already are. You just Dude, it's, it's funny funny you say that because every time we have like a Google home in our kitchen and every time Shannon talks to it, she's like, hey, Google, set an alarm, please. Thank you. And I was like, why do you say please and thank you to our automated Google home? And she's like, well, when the robots take over, guess who's not getting murdered first? <laughs> And I was like, well, okay, that's a valid point. She's she's doing she's working on her rep with the uh, robot faction. Yeah. yeah. Grinding that rep. Cool, cool. All right, moving on. I mean, yeah, that's big news in the in the world of PC gaming, but uh I don't know. I think I might skip that generation and wait for the the following one just based on having this one here. I, I mean, I still have a 2080S, so I might, as soon as these things come out, I might grab myself a 3080 Ti and call it good for a little bit. Because I'm sure those prices will drop a little bit. Oh, hopefully. a 3080 Ti. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're already dropping. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Ethereum is no longer mineable, so that helps a lot. But I don't know. Yeah. NVIDIA wants to price these mm-hmm. higher ones up. I've heard that somebody was saying that EVGA cards might stay really high price because uh, it'll be like a collector's now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a if anybody's, lit. anybody's looking to buy my EVGA 3080 Ti, um, four grand. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Damn good deal. All right, moving on. Pickle Matt, tell us why you're excited about this announcement. Multiverses. So I think uh, Super Smash Brothers for the WB and what, WB Universe, I guess? Everything else. Everything else Universe uh, is adding Rick Sanchez soon to their repertoire of characters, uh, which if you don't know by my name, it comes from the series Rick and Morty, the I'm Pickle, I'm Pickle Rick episode. Um, so they're adding more characters, just like Super Smash Brothers has been doing over time. And uh should be a lot of fun. I have yet to play this game. Have you guys played it? No. I've I think seen I'll have to advertisements hop in. for it galore, but uh, I haven't checked it out. I haven't even seen trailers for it. I think I'll hop in. It's got good reviews, and then, um, I don't know, now it's got one of my favorite characters, So, and it's free to play. I'm trying to figure out what his attacks are going to be. I have to imagine they'll use the portal gun or something a little bit He's at least. He's definitely throwing a pickle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool, cool. I don't when did they say? Soon? Yeah, I think they just said soon. I didn't Yeah, I don't know. Is it the same voice actor? Like legit? Yeah, I think so. I think all of them are the same. Unless <laughs> which we'll talk about here in a second. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, cool. Let's move on. Reports of multiple game studios are replacing their voice actors with AI-generated voices. More of the theme of the robots taking over. Some studios have denied that they are replacing voice actors, but uh, they're using them as placeholders for now, which to me seems viable, but uh, I could see that going the other way. This is the same. Uh, this is at the same time that James Earl Jones announced that he will no longer be doing Darth Vader, so his role is definitely being used by or done by AI. Um, yeah, things are about to get weird, right? Hold on, <laughs> it's getting weird. Uh, yeah, so basically, deep fake videos can be also done with voices. You can there's software now. There's even apps where you can make your voice sound like. I don't know, John Cena, if you want. Yeah, whatever. I just can't wait for the campaign ads in 2042, uh, where it's like, you know, you know which candidate to vote for based on if they're in black and white or if they're in color. (laughs) You know, if you guys notice that every time it's a bad, the candidate of the opposite party, then they're in black and white and they have like the bad voiceover. Yeah. So you're going to have like the the person in black and white and they're going to be saying something like Nazis or something like, you know. It'll just yeah, be just saying the AI. most outlandish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, These are how, do we, how are we going to know what's true anymore? I don't get it. We're not. Nothing's true. All right. Nothing is yeah, true. Yeah, I've, uh, I've seen this also in the realm of um, artists, like uh, texture artists in gaming studios or uh, animators, things like that. AI is starting to be able to do that stuff pretty well, which is kind of scary for all of those um, employees. So we'll see what, uh, you know, what would be nice is if they developed AI to be better in the games rather than developing AI to replace their workers. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like nobody has invented an AI in a game that isn't stupid yet. Like why, why, why has nobody made a game that's like, you're literally talking to AI and nobody else. 
Yeah, can we talk about how the Elden Ring bosses will just dodge as soon as you cast a spell, even if the spell is a delayed spell? Like, even that for Elden Ring, I was like, hmm, this is kind of disappointing. But I'll spam it. Yeah, I feel like uh, Halo 2 was the first time I noticed that AI was, like, getting better, and then they just stopped. (laughs) Yeah, they're just like, Like, "Ah, that's good enough. Yeah, we're good. Or Half-Life. Maybe that that was one. I remember Half-Life... The first time one of the soldiers threw a grenade at me behind cover to get me to run out from cover and then shot me, I was like, this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> was this a coincidence or was this excellent programming? Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. Pickle Matt, why don't you uh, finish out the news? Oh, I just saw, <clears throat> as I was re- uh, looking at the news, uh, somebody dropped a new link on uh, how to install the Epic Game Store on your Steam Deck. So mm. if it, there's any Steam Deck users out there besides us three. By the way, Swift, did you get yours? Not Ooh. yet. I got a uh, shipping notification that it was about to be sent, but nothing past that so far. So uh, link in the... Hoping for it by the end of the week. Or yeah, hopefully. We'll I know see. that they'll they'll say they shipped it, but it's just them printing the shipping label, and they'll hold your Steam Deck for another few days. Yeah. Jerks. Yeah, okay. That's probably what I got. Label yeah. printed. You and Will, it's a race to Will uh, Zarisk is getting his too. He's literally supposed to be PCSing yeah. to um, up in Washington. And oh, I was like, no. you, are you there yet? And he's like, no, I got to wait till my Steam Deck gets here. <laughs> so he's going <laughs> to, his, his Steam Deck gets like delivered on Wednesday, he said. And he's literally like going to wait for the delivery and then start his drive. I'm like, nice. That's hilarious. Um, I don't blame him. He's waited right. long enough. I got the link in the Twitch, though, uh, if anybody wants to click on that and get their Epic Game Store installed on their Steam Deck and play some Fall Guys. Cool. We'll also have that link included nice. in the description for the podcast if you weren't here for the live show, and you can check that out and uh, get your Steam Deck loaded up with some Epic Games. Get some Fortnite on there. Cool, cool. All right, gents. Let's get into the game's radar for the week. All right, so a couple of months ago, we talked about this game, Grounded. Uh, just a little bit of news on it. It's leaving early access and getting into its full 1.0 release on the 27th. So tomorrow on both Xbox and PC. This is on Game Pass, right? I'm pretty sure. I believe so, yeah. Cool. So I think Honey, I Shrunk the Kids meets Valheim survival in a, at a very mac- microscopic level. And uh, it's got really good reviews and pretty unforgiving as far as... Uh, survival games go and you can play with up to four people surviving in the yard i hope you get an ant buddy like they had in uh, honey i shrink the kids I, it looked like uh, in, in the screenshot yeah, right. they were fighting ants so it might be the opposite no oh, no but uh mm-hmm. this one has got good reviews i think eight out of ten from ign or GameSpot, and uh they said it's a little bit more polished than most of the other survival games because if you've noticed in recent years all the survival games seem like they're Got some jankiness going on, like pre-release yeah. situations. Um, and then it was one of the first things I noticed about ads for this game is it looked really polished already, even in the beta. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's that, and then it's supposed to be a little bit more cartoony, a little more fun, a little less uh, difficult than the rest of them. And you got the four-player co-op, which is cool. Sweet, that might be a good one for us to get in on there together, boys, with the OMG podcast faithful. Pick up fourth. So 
We will yeah. we will do this eventually someday. Besides Destiny and Hots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will. Cool. All right, next one coming up. I was wondering when these games would start br- popping up. So you already played Stray, the world from a cat's perspective. Now it's time to play the Spirit and the Mouse. Comes out today on Switch and PC. It's uh, described as bring kindness and light to the people of Saint Et Claire as a tiny mouse with a big heart. I mean, what else do you need? That sounds awesome. This this is going to be exactly what Stray is, except for a mouse. Yeah. You're just a little bit smaller. That's a hard pass for me, guys. Weird looking NPCs. And there you go. I need a squirrel with a gun to come out. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot (laughs) about that game. Come on. Cool, cool. Uh, so if you're into these, uh, this new genre of uh, perspective uh, animal games, you'll have that one to check out on the 26th. <laughs> cool. All right, next up, Pathfinder. If you're a Diablo fan, this might be uh, your game to check out. This comes out on the 29th on all platforms. Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. It's a role-playing adventure where players embark on a journey to a realm overrun by demons and rise to power by choosing one of the six available mythic paths. Uh, This game has really good reviews. Looks pretty cool. ARPG style. It's a a long game. I think it was like something like uh, 55 hours just for the main story. Yeah, there it is. So uh, that's that's pretty that's pretty neat. Yeah, buddy. I don't know anything about this. <laughs> well, check it out. It looks really good. If you're not if you're not watching, uh, yeah, it's it's very Diablo like. A little bit more maybe uh, cartoony slash fantasy, and then much slower. I think you're playing like more of a strategy style dragon age movement but it's from a asymmetric point of view that'd be cool i should probably play diablo at some point in my life yeah that would be a good one (laughs) all right swift this might be your uh your jam right here although i don't know if it's on game pass but uh coming out on the 29th on switch and pc it's rail guard in rail guard you build 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 Railguard is a construction strategy game about building railways, networks to connect future off-world cities with a valuable industry. And uh, you can watch your trains travel from like a POV, and it looks really good, like legitimate train travel. Uh, Somebody who really loves trains had a lot of input in building this because they look really legit. But there you have it, Railguard, strategic, slow, zen, for you train lovers out there. Were you guys ever like big into trains? Uh, yeah, I had a train set when I was young. It was my grandfather's. Did this kind? Of, it kind of reminds me of on a grander scale of like roller coaster tycoon yeah. type thing, where you're connecting different parts of the world or universe or whatever it happens to be. Well, it's interesting because when they're, when you're in the top down view, they look like toys, right? They, they have that like camera, I think it's called tilt shift where things look like tiny little toys. But then when you're like zoomed down in amongst it, it looks really legit. Good. 
Yeah. Kind of cool. I know there's a lot of people that really get into trains. I was never kind of a big train guy, but I don't know. That's your that's your jam, man. Go for it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, that's uh that's what Walt Disney started on. He was a big train buff. And now we have look what we have. Look at the monopoly we have now. Look at where so we you two could be a trillionaire. Yeah, and own Marvel Studios if you just build some trains on Xbox. There you go. <laughs> cool. There you have it. Games radar for the week. Not a ton. There's a lot of games coming out, but not a ton that we thought we could uh, bring to you with any sort of intrigue. But those are the ones that uh, kind of stood out. So uh, get in there, check them out. And if you're excited about a different game, reach out to reach out to us at omg underscore podcast gg on Twitter or Instagram. Or you can email us at omgpodcastgg at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us what game you're excited about. We'll get in there, check it out, give you a review, or uh, you know, just give you a little chat. Can we talk about cool, that cool. for a second? What yeah. is going on with games releases this year? Is it just COVID? Like, we're catching up from COVID? I think everybody's just trying to catch yeah. up still. I don't know. Yeah, there, It's wild, though. There was a ton of stuff delayed for a long time, and now I think we're just kind of in a... Weird spot. Well, yeah, because I guess game development takes years and years. So I guess if you get if you get a year and a half interrupted, then you're probably uh, gonna see a lull. But it's kind of like what movies in the last year. But man, I was looking at game releases, and there's like two games that interest me for this entire Christmas season, which is like the right. big the big season. I also think game companies are finally starting to catch on that you can't release like a half-baked product and expect to people to be happy about it. So maybe we're getting a little bit of more like, hey, let's finish this thing before we sell this piece of crap. Yeah, it could be that. Yeah. Or it could be uh, they're just like, well, we've got this Fortnite cow. We're just going to milk till it dies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that also is true. Sheesh. All right. Well, this is normally the part of the show where we talk about a listener email, but sadly, there are none. You say normally, but more often than not. <laughs> I'd say it's like 25% of the time. Yeah. All right. Cut me some slack. Hopefully, Gaucho's enjoying his uh, his game pass. Yeah. Send us an email. You, who knows what you get? I mean, Gaucho got a... Yeah couple of months free on game pass just for sending us a nice email but uh you can reach out to us at omgpodcastgg at gmail.com and uh, we would read that live on the on the uh the wi-fis on the interwebs all right boys i think we need to get right into the major topic for the week all right this week Gamers, we're talking to you about our favorite peripherals. Peripheral. The companies, the fanboys that we are, what companies we love, what we got on our desk, what helps us dominate everything that we do. Peripher so, peripherals. Per peripherals. So let's start off with the uh, the bread and butter. Obviously, Swift, I think the gaming we're rocking chopsticks. The oh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, we saw the gaming. Uh, stand by for OMG podcast gaming official gaming chopsticks uh, with RGB, the, <laughs> twenty six million colors. 
<laughs> Do you know, sadly, that we would make money off of that if you made it? <laughs> yeah. All right, I so I'm rocking now. the... I've, I've always kind of been a Razer guy, which a lot of gamers are, but uh, I think they just make good-feeling mice, mostly, and then keyboards are pretty good. But Swift, you rocking the Razer Naga Trinity? I am. Yep, same, There it same. is. Which one... Which and one I, do you keep on? The one it. with all the buttons? No, I I don't know for whatever reason. And you've had, you and I have talked about this before, but for whatever reason, when I have all the buttons on there, I just click random buttons as I'm trying to slew yeah. my mouse. So I have the one with the wow. seven uh, programmable keys. That way, I have a spot in between the buttons to hold my thumb as I'm slewing, because mm. I'm more of a. Uh, so to speak, a uh, wrist action guy versus an arm action guy. Uh, so. Oh, no. Uh. Yeah, and this is now uh, rated R. Stroke, your mouse looks like you like you could call somebody. Yeah, dude, I no, no crap. When I'm doing something like in Excel or something, I use the numbers on here instead of my number pad because it's oh, faster. That's so weird. <laughs> Yeah, that is weird. Uh, cool. So the Razer Naga Trinity is really cool because you can take these little side plates off. Like Swift had a different one than me, and you can snap them on. They're magnetic. I can't get this thing over to the camera, but uh, you can trade them out. So one of them, I think it comes with, has no buttons on it, right? Or maybe two. It has just One has two, just four and five. Yeah. And yeah. then Swift's rocking the seven. It's basically in a, a rotary circle that you can have a spot for your thumb in the middle that doesn't touch any buttons. And then you can just uh, roll around those buttons. And then this one, it's called the MMO tile or whatever they're calling it. Faceplate. It has 12 keys with the RGBs, uh, that you can program to be whatever buttons you want. But, uh, yeah, yeah, this thing is awesome. I've, I've had, I've had many versions of this mouse with all the buttons on it, the MMO style, but when they came up with the Trinity, I was like, oh, that's cool if I want to. You know what the only time I've ever had issues like you described about pressing random buttons is? It's kind of weird. I've never had an issue in games. What? When I'm casting Heroes of the Storms uh, matches for NGS, I constantly am hitting buttons that make it so you can only see certain heroes, and then I don't know. I'm in a PIO oh, no. on like how to get out of it. Oh gosh, yeah. uh, I don't know why. But that the MMO version of your essentially a thumb rest, right? right um, is really cool if you're into WoW or whatever because you can hit all those buttons and as soon as you get used to it, you know where they are just by feel and memory. Um, and then you can add like the macros with shift and control and all the things. And then all you're moving is your pinky and your, your left pinky and right thumb. So it's super convenient if you're big into MMOs that you can basically put a thousand keybinds down if required yeah exactly exactly i've always played wow with this if you asked me to play wow without this i would not know how to play <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i'd be like how do you do your abilities do you click on the screen <laughs> right yeah, cool. pickle matt what are you rocking i think we talked about this the logitech no something i'm a razor no. girl oh, so okay. i got the razor basilisk v3 three 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 it's a uh, got more rgbs than your guys's 
So you got RGBs on the bottom. <laughs> no bit. RGBs on the scroll. No big deal. Ooh, I just hit the back button. Let me just cancel that before I exit the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you said, really good feeling mouses, but I actually so this is a wired one. I'm I'm I think I'm gonna upgrade to the wireless basilisk because I've got this uh the bungee, which is really cool. And it works oh, well. Oh, I've always been curious about that. Yeah, it, it works really well. It makes it feel uh, like a wireless mouse. But, and then <laughs> check this out. You've got to have enough RGB to be good at games. So I've got a mouse pad as well that's RGB. But I've realized that because of all the RGB that I have, I have about 10 extra cables on my desk. And my cable management looks like a, the spaghetti warehouse caught in a tornado. So I need to downgrade some of these to like non-RGB style. That's funny. I was used to be in the same boat as you. I had the RGB Razer Goliath or something like that is the mouse pad. It takes up yeah. the whole desk and it has this giant LED that goes all the way around it. If you're uh, not looking at the podcast or uh, the Twitch stream. And uh, yeah, eventually I was just like, man, I have no USB ports available for anything because of how many... Yeah. RGBs I'm getting. So <laughs> I downgraded a few things. Yeah. I'm 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 there too. So if anybody's looking to buy a bungee and a or a death or sorry, a baskless V3 mouse, let me know. Nice. I did try an old uh, a Logitech G503, I think it was called, that was pretty nice. It was you could put weights in it to change the weight of it. And you could change where they were. So you could change like the center. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I loved that yep. mouse, dude. I have that, I have that too. Yeah, nice. I, I, love, I loved the feel of my hand on that mouse. Uh, if it had more yeah. buttons on I the side, really I'd, like, get, I'd get by that again. Exactly. It, it doesn't have all the buttons that the razors do. I'm sure they probably make something these days that is comparable. But the the biggest thing that I loved about that mouse is throwing those weights in there because you could really feel it's like playing with a standard Xbox controller or the Xbox yeah. Elite where you like feel the weight of it and you know it's like substantial. That mouse is is awesome for yeah, that. Yeah, I also liked how you could push that button that made the scroll wheel either have clickiness or it would just Unlock. spin. Like, yeah. oh, you guys don't have that. that in yours? Yep. Oh yeah, mine does. Mine does no. that. Super dope. No. That's nice. Hey, can we, you need to play, you should play a Razer peripheral trailer for the audience. Cause if you watch the, one of those and you don't think to yourself, I probably need that, then <laughs> I don't know who can market to you because that is some of the, they have some of the best marketing I've ever seen. Yeah, they do. They yeah. do a good job. They've, they bought me off many times. Uh, I, I think one, it was like six months ago when they released their new um, sound bar for PCs. And the way they did their commercial, I was just like, yeah, I probably need a sound bar for sure. Even though I always wear headphones. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, definitely got to have that. <laughs> got to have it. Oh, they just announced they're releasing a uh, a power supply that has RGBs in it. If you want to check that oh, thing geez. out. Jeez. That's dangerous. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Uh, it's only $350. Ra That's the other thing about Razer is they definitely have, uh, like, their fans for computers, for PCs are absolutely ridiculous. They're like a hundred bucks a fan or something, but they look cool. Yeah. Yeah. I guess while we're on the subject, this company is very interesting because it has a huge market share of, of gaming peripherals and they kind of know 
how to get after all of this with their marketing and color schemes and all that. But they also come up with some just off the wall stuff. So uh, they, at one point, God, what was it? I can't remember. Oh, they made a April Fool's joke about a toaster that had RGBs. And because of the meme culture that we live in, they got so much demand that they actually ended up making and selling a limited edition <laughs> RGB toaster <laughs> that no shit would put burn the razor logo onto your piece of toast. Oh, uh, no. That's awesome. Yeah. So. <laughs> that is kind of awesome. I Their April yeah. Fool jokes are, are some of the best in the industry, too. Check them out if you get they a are. chance. Well, cool, cool. Let's move on to the next thing. I guess we're going to just continue to talk about Razer for me, but uh, I rock the, for keyboard, the Razer Huntsman. Uh, I don't know what version or where we live in the elite. elite. Uh, yeah. And so this thing, it has clicky keys, but I guess it uses uh, lasers to figure out lasers to Laser figure out when beams. your butt was, button was actually pressed. Um, dude, I'm starting to move in the direction where I want my keyboard to be quieter. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. My, it is kind of obnoxious when you're playing a game with somebody that people can type and you hear people typing in the background. Like when we're playing Destiny and I'm on my keyboard, I feel like everybody in the background's like, oh, dude, you're clearly a PC player because all you hear is... Do you guys remember... You saying, get good, noob. So so cell phones went through that same thing where it was like everybody was trying to make a bigger freaking screen. I feel like the keyboard makers were like, oh, shit, boys, we got to make this sound like a bomb dropping every time. Somebody touches a key. <laughs> I mean, the NVIDIA broadcast software does pretty good at drowning it out if you use that. But, uh, man, <laughs> it's just obnoxious. Like, if anyone else is in the house, they know when I'm in here. It's just like... Click, 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 click. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. What are you guys rocking? Same. same I got same. the I got the Razer Huntsman analog, actually. Uh, so it's an okay. analog keyboard. Talk, talk about this. Does analog mean you can push the key down a little bit or a lot of it? Yeah. Yep. So just like analog sticks, uh, you can you can set it to different modes. There's a game mode where you can set it where it, it's going to detect how far down you push the W key, and then you'll your character will either walk or sprint or whatever based on how far you push it. Um, I haven't gotten into using it much because the one game I tried it on, I think it was Destiny, and it, it wasn't working correctly. So I just need to... I need to fiddle with that a little bit more, but it's it's a really nice keyboard. I love it. Lots of RGBs. Which is all that really matters. Um, dude, I, I think that that is like a recipe for what we talked about a couple of weeks ago, carpal tunnel. Like holding my finger, like adjusting how much pressure I'm putting on the keyboard. Yeah. I don't know. Well, the, the other I'm cool just... thing is through the Synapse program, you can set how far you need to push down. If it's not analog, mm. how far you need to push down before it responds to your keystroke. Which, so to speak, which I need to actually change because mine's way too sensitive right now. If I barely accidentally touch the letter, it'll type it. Well, cool. I was curious about that. that. Is, that's cool. Yeah. I actually have the, uh, just like you, the stroke, I have the uh, Huntsman Elite and I spilt on it one time. So, you know, the scrolly wheel, or sorry, wheel yeah. that turns the volume up and down and all that stuff. Like, it's super cool, 
but it doesn't really work for me anymore. RGBs. Yes. Same thing. Yeah. That, uh, oh, it doesn't turn anymore. Showing us. It does turn, but it doesn't really affect the volume. So uh, when that happened, I actually, I'm still using it to this day because it's been working fine, but I actually do have the Razer Huntsman uh, Mini downstairs that just gets rid of the, oh, the number. you know, number buttons. Um, it's still in its case, like haven't even. It's just <laughs> ready in case. It's just ready to go whenever <laughs> I like need it. Toy, it's like a Toy yeah. Story character that hasn't been played with. <laughs> That's a tr that's a true yeah. pilot gamer right there. He's got a spare just ready, engine engine running right, spare. Dude. Yeah, nice, <laughs> very cool. Yeah, I, I like Razer keyboards, man. I've I've never had an issue with any of them. I think I've had them since I've been PC gaming. Uh, hey, there are some other companies that look like they make some nice ones, like Corsair, but I've never uh, dabbled. I think uh, Butter Toast swears by Steel Series. He's got I think Steel Series everything now. Yeah, he's um, a still series guy. You know what my first gaming keyboard was? The Xbox 360 keyboard that you could attach to your controller. <laughs> fast typing, fast so shit can, talking. Yeah, so you can shit talk people after the match really quick. Yeah. Oh, good. A message from someone I just played. I wonder what it could be. Yeah. Yeah, I bet it's nice. <laughs> good game out there. He did really well. You really killed it. All right, let's move on to the next important piece of hardware. It's right here on our ears. Swift and I both rock in the Astro A50s. There's there's no argument that you can present him or I that there are better gaming headphones out there. They're wireless. No, these these things are insane. Yep. They're so good. Wireless. They charge constantly, whatever. The charge lasts a really long, like far longer than you want a game. I promise. Um, and they have they have essentially Dolby surround in them. They, it's awesome, dude. I just didn't have my Dolby surround on, and you reminded me, and now you guys sound way better. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Gotta have it. Uh, yep, these things are awesome. The ones we have, you can plug into both pl uh, PlayStation and PC setup, and you just flip a switch, and it'll work on your PlayStation, not just for chat and uh, all that, but also game audio. Which is super important when Shannon is working and I'm trying to game because I can't have the TV blaring. So I just bring these downstairs and throw them on, and dude, I'm set. Yeah, they are wireless, Moxdash. They don't cut out. I've never. I can walk around my whole house no. and I can hear these idiots talking on on uh, bonsai <laughs> Discord. Yeah, I literally go like go to the bathroom to take you know take a pee real quick or go downstairs to the fridge and and just listening to the, our Discord. Yep. All right. So how much do these cost, guys? Okay, so let's talk about the downsides of the asteroid. <laughs> a little expensive. Uh, last I checked. They're three hundred bucks. I just they're three hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. Savage just bought a pair. Two sixty nine. But I gave him rave reviews. Uh, they're they're worth it in my mind. Yeah. They don't get they don't get uncomfortable. They have these nice foam, and you can upgrade the ear like the things that go against the side of your face to foam or to leather. Um, they're they're just super comfortable. 
they're super lightweight. Hey, you can't hear us talk shit about them. Um, oh. Here, so <laughs> I'm trying to show you guys, <laughs> but I can't hear anything. Uh, the the ear cups, they're just magnetic, so you can literally pull them off and replace them. They sell a comfort kit that has, um, I mean, these are comfortable enough, but they have a leather, just like Swift was talking about. Uh, and they're super nice. So, uh, oh, Crizo just described. Crizo, you missed it, dude. With the oh, you weren't, one, you weren't the first, though. I know but, you wanted to be the first. Let's go, you Crizo. Your gamer tag forever inscribed in plastic. It's backwards, it's dog. Backwards again, I, dude. I can't figure <laughs> out because the screen mirrors, and then I'm looking at the. But yes. The microphone on them is also pretty darn good, uh, especially yep. like it doesn't pick up a lot of background noise or anything like that. But uh, we use our real microphones because we're, you know, big professional podcasters like we are. True gamers. Uh, but man, I love these things. I don't, I, like you said, dude, I've never even seen the battery uh, indicator. There's four little LED lights. I've never seen the first one go away and I've worn them all day long. Yeah, no, I, I sw- like, obviously there's a, there's a point where they would die, but I have not, exp- and granted, I'm not a big time streamer stream for 36 hours or whatever it happens to be. So I've never had to deal with that. But dude, if you're a normal everyday person, that's just getting, you know, a few hours up to, dude, I've game for probably nine hours with these things. And I still have three of those LED things yeah. on, like it's ready to go. Cool. They also uh, allow you to hook up a uh, input jack. On there's multiple inputs, right? So you, they're connected to my PC with the USB, and then I also have my microphone here with a 3.5 millimeter or whatever. Uh, Push it up. Aux cable all the way, and it goes in there, and I can up, monitor dude. my own audio through my wireless headset, which is really cool. Um, so yeah. 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 When you told me that, I you kind of sold me on it uh, because I love being able to cl- plug my wired ones into my, my mic so I can hear myself and the game, but I right. don't have a, I don't have a splitter that allows me to change the volume of people's voice versus game, which is really annoying sometimes. The, the Astros do. Mox Dash says, uh, how long have y'all had them? <laughs> his cat messes with his wire. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, uh, I've had mine for, I don't know. I mean, I had a pair of them before. Okay, I will say, I did have a pair of them before for about three years, I think, and they stopped working. So I had to buy the the PlayStation version. I had the Xbox uh, version, and they did stop working. Uh, did you try to replace them on warranty or anything? So I've done a lot of... No, it was off warranty at that point. I've done some reading, and apparently the firmware between the headset and the little dock that you put it on is messed up. And I don't know how to really get after fixing that, but you know, what is? Yeah. I think, uh, mock sesh. I think I've had mine for about what? Cause you've had yours a lot longer than mine. Yeah. Even this pair. Um, but I think I've had mine for about seven months now. Not maybe, maybe not that long, but about pretty much since we've been um, podcasting close enough. Yeah. Um, and dude, again, can't say enough good things. About, I've not had to deal with the technical issues of one 
not working for me. So the other cool thing is that it. Uh, sorry, stab. We're pickle mat. We're taking all it, all the uh, headset <laughs> thunder from you, but um, it automatically once you install it, it automatically gives you another channel for voice chat and uh, they call it a fifty game channel. And on the headset, you can balance those those two channels on what you hear. And so I have my Discord chat going into the voice chat channel of the head, headphones. And if my team chat is too high or too low, I can quickly on the fly adjust it with my headset, which is cool. Yeah, that's what I need. Yeah. Cool beans. What are you rocking over there? That's definitely a razor. Oh, yeah. You can see the green, baby. Um, yeah, I got the... These are were on sale for like... 75 bucks, I think, when I bought them. But they're the, I think they're the Razer Black Widow V2, 3, whatever the newest Black Widow ones are. But their they're naming just a, is not the best either. Yeah. I mean, when it, when they come out with a, with a new V, I'm like, uh, yeah, I guess I should probably buy that. Uh, <laughs> I'll buy anything that Razer makes a YouTube video for. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're just a wired uh, pair of headset. You got the, um, you got a little volume adjuster on here and, and then it shipped with since they're wired a little sound card that kind of plugs into the the headphones kind of plug into and then they the, you can plug them into your pc via usb but it's very basic 3.5 millimeter if you wanted to use them for the like xbox or playstation but i don't know they're really good quality the one thing that really pissed me off i i don't think i've seen this we talked about microtransactions for video games but this was like a new low razor so they said, do you want to try this trial of THX sound on Synapse? And I said, yes. And then, of course, after like a week, they were like, if you want to continue using THX sound, then you must pay your like $15 a year subscription. I was just like, no, never again. <laughs> I don't know if it was a, I don't know if it's a software thing or if it was like a feature of my headphones, but I, I gave up thinking about it because it made me so mad yeah i yeah. remember i had a uh, razor headset before this one and i remember that too dolby also has a similar thing i think it's called dolby i can't remember is it the but, standard yeah, they... dolby uh um, it's not dolby atmos, atmos. no oh. it's the, it's like there's another step up that you have to subscribe to be able to use Unless you have certain uh, peripherals already that have it built in, which is one okay. of these. Uh, but anyways. They're doing the Tesla model, man. Like, you buy a car with all the features available, and then you have to pay to unlock them. Holy crap, Swift. Yeah. Do you, I just got into the beta for full self-driving. I literally type in the, I type in the destination. Go on. And I double-click the stock, and it takes me to my destination stops at stop signs, stops at stoplights, waits for traffic. Like this is the future. Dude, I'm telling you, I talked about this months ago when we first got ours, we put it on, we're going to Scottsdale to watch some little league baseball no, no, game no, no, for no. some of our friends. You don't, kids. you need to subscribe to the beta for full self-driving. Have you gone through the, Oh, I, I am. I You're am in there. They have a, they oh, have yeah. no, you, strike you have to go policy, through right? the you have to go through the safety score. Have you done the safety score thing? Oh yeah, my safety score is ninety nine. Oh, I'm okay. good. You got it. You're in. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, oh. 
Krizo, if you're just tuning in, if you are first 10 subscribers, which you are, get a custom 3D printed gamer tag or hashtag or whatever whatever thing you want me to print, as long as it's not like a racial slur or something. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good uh, Put good this on your graphics have. card inside your PC. It'll be dope if it doesn't melt. Yeah, definitely melting. We, we reserve slash... I'm Pickle Matt reserves the right to refuse any names or slogans you send him. We're not getting sued for this. I will look on Urban Dictionary, you freaks. (laughs) It's like when you couldn't uh, when you couldn't make your name Jeff Bezos when uh, the Amazon game came out. Yeah. Oh, I uh, on headphones. I will say I do have the PS5 Pulse 3D headset, and it's really Mm. good. I I wonder though if if I got the A50s if I wouldn't even touch those again. But the A, the pulses are I think a hundred bucks, and they're they don't have a boom mic at all. But apparently the sound quality is still really good hmm. uh, if people are listening to you, um, if you're shit talking. And then the actual sound quality itself is all stereo, really good, really good stuff. The only thing is nice. you have to plug in nice. a dongle USB to your PS5, and if you leave that. In your PS5, your two-year-old will definitely grab it and hide it <laughs> in his body somehow, or just yeah. or just pull the PS5 off yeah, the shelf. Uh, did you buy the? Um, I think they're Logitech. The headset specifically built for your Meta Quest Two. No, I just use the the built-in speakers. Oh no 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 no. Nah. You need to play Beat Saber nah. with like loud bass. It's a oh, game changer. No. That sounds awesome, yeah. actually. Yeah. Oh no. Dude, one time I hooked up Beat Saber to my TV in my living room so that other people could watch me play because we had we were having a party and I was trying to introduce people to VR. I know, sounds really cool. Uh <laughs> and we <laughs> turned it up to our surround sound system and Beat Saber goes ham. I mean, the songs that they have in those are awesome. Like, yeah. I will listen to those in my car. Yeah. You're listening to the One More Game podcast. They keep nagging, we keep playing. Now, back to your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I'm Pickle Man! All right, we're getting off track, boys. What kind of monitors are you rocking? For? I want to hear your resolution and your hertz. And your and the and the specific monitor that you have. All right, I'll go first. For my console gaming, couch gaming, I have a sixty-five inch curved Samsung LCD TV that was uh, on sale for a thousand bucks like four years ago. So it's pretty old and not like it's like last year's last year's model when I bought it. So uh, that thing is served me well though. Four K, everything's great about it. Love it. I'm selling it though. So if you live in Within 50 miles of me, let me know if you want to buy it because I want to get a new one when I go to my new house. Um, But for PC gaming, I've got a lot of Dell credits from the American Express Business Platinum (laughs) cards I keep getting. So I saved up my Dell credits and I bought some Alienware uh, monitors. So I only have one on my desk right now because my L-shaped desk will be set up once I move here in two weeks. But I got the Alienware 1440p 240 hertz a gaming monitor, which is really nice. It's, it's the only Alienware thing I will buy right now. The monitors? Yep. 
And then for my yeah. secondary monitor, I, I bought the 1080p 240 hertz one. Yeah, they make good monitors. Um, not a huge fan of their bloatware PCs. Their laptops are pretty nice, actually, too. But uh, well, their and then their PCs are super overpriced for what you get. Watch a yeah. watch a gamers Nexus breakdown of a Alienware tower, and it's some of the funniest content I've seen from them. Nice. But All right, the, Swift. The razor. Hold on. The razor oh, yeah, monitor yeah, yeah. has RGBs. The Alienware. Alienware. Sorry. Yeah, I'm 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 kind of over that gimmicky stuff. Yeah, like, it's super gimmicky, uh, but it is nice. Yeah. Swift. Um so for PC gaming right now, I want to upgrade. Uh I think we've talked about this before, but I want to basically essentially set my loft up so I can have a dope 4K 8K TV for PS5. Um just don't have you know, the means right 8K. now, uh, but we'll get there one day. And then, uh, so for, for PC or for, sorry, for, uh, my PS five or whatever couch gaming, I have just a standard 1080p, nothing crazy. I think it's a, it's an LG, um, does, does the job. Like I said, nothing crazy. And then for, um, up here when I'm PC gaming, my secondary monitor is an Asus, uh, 1080 at 120 frames because I got it years ago, um, basically before I moved to Shaw from South Carolina, or sorry, from South Korea. Um, so it's a little same, bit same. older, but it's great for a secondary monitor. And then my actual gaming screen is a um, <clears throat> Samsung Curve 27-inch monitor that is 1440p at 240 hertz. Um, and it is glorious. So you're both rocking the curve. No, I don't have a curved monitor. Yeah. Oh, your TV's curved. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, TV. Yeah. Cool. Oh, and then PS5 just announced that they're supporting uh, the new update. They're supporting 1440p. So now this 1440p monitor I got will be perfect for my PlayStation. I thought that was so weird that you could play in 4K 60, but they didn't support 1440. Yeah. I guess yeah. they probably did. There's like, I guess if you're going to want to release something as soon as possible or not have to worry about something, that would be the first resolution I would nix. Yeah. I guess there's probably not that many TVs these days that are 1440 that are new. They're either 4K or 1080. Yeah. Cool. Well, upstairs we're rocking a uh, 85-inch Sony Bravia. Does uh, 8K. It's got all kinds of OLEDs and QLEDs and Nano LEDs, and I don't know what's going on. But uh, mm-hmm. that was the uh, we were. It's a theater room, so we were gonna make a a projector, and then we kind of just thought a TV looks a whole hell of a lot better, and the room isn't that big, so we don't need it to be i mean 85 is big enough um right so hooking that thing up to the series x and ps5 i've learned something that you guys might this might help you guys if you build a theater or anything in the future uh those types of resolutions and frames are very hard to transfer over a long distance aka our surround sound receiver was on the opposite side of the room Ooh. based based on how the theater was made. 
And so I was piping that through the walls to the TV and a regular cable wasn't cutting it. There was a lot of like artifacting and glitter, almost looked like glitter and stars on the TV. And it's because over a long distance, an HDMI cable has a really hard time maintaining integrity. Uh, So I learned from actually Butter Toast, because he works in this type of industry, I had to actually buy like a specialized fiber optic cable to to make that work. So uh, there you have it. A fiber optic cable, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's a fiber so, optic cable, and each end you just, it it has a little adapter that turns into just a little tiny HDMI cord at each end, and then it plugs into what it needs to. So, and it goes through the adapter fine. Yeah. Are you using really? Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, well, I'm interrupting completely, changing the subject, but moving with that thing is going to be horrible. I bet. I'd be terrified. Oh yeah. I'm I'm terrified. But you, it's going to be co- it's covered on insurance. Uh yeah. That sucks. I would not want to move with that thing. That's that's your baby probably, right? Yeah, I love that thing. I love going out there and watching uh movies with the kiddos. Cool. I've had quite the journey when it comes to gaming monitors. Uh I used to have a 4K monitor, which I thought was the way, and turns out I hated it. No games supported it. Couldn't get a lot of frames. Um, funny enough, I'm actually using it as my side monitor, just in a 1080 resolution. Um, then I transferred to the widescreen, ultra-wide, curved Asus product. Super gamery, had red LEDs on the back and stuff. Classic. I loved that monitor, but for streaming, it just doesn't work because you only can stream in 16 by 9, and that was 21 by whatever. And so eventually I was like, all right. Actually, it's what Jen's using for her overwatching uh, over there. And so now I'm rocking the Asus 1440p, I think is the ideal gamer resolution. I think this thing gets 175 hertz. Uh, and uh, I think I'll just stick with this one forever. They, they've done a it. lot of, they've done some testing on like game professional gamers playing with different uh, resolutions and different uh, refresh rates. And the, basically the gist of it is if you want to, if you want to like optimize your 1440p and like 120 hertz is basically all you need. And anything above that is a nicety. So like, if you get 144 hertz and 100 and then 1440p it's like the sweet spot whereas like 1080p you might get a little bit of uh detail that you miss if you're playing competitively and then people can kind of tell the difference between 60 frames and like 120 or 144 frames but like the 240 360 frames is just like all the testing that they did were like "Mm, doesn't matter you're just paying 400 extra dollars for bragging rights basically yeah yeah, your your eyes can't even recognize the difference. And you're, I mean, your what, what graphics card are you using? Like, is it really bumping out like 360 frames on like right. Apex Legends? Or I guess you get that on like Valorant or something like that. But yeah, it's funny because well, all these Uber gamers, right? They buy these what amounts to fifteen hundred dollar graphics cards after price gouging. They buy these super fancy monitors, right? And then they 
download these competitive games that they want to become the best at. So they turn all the fucking graphic settings all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All like, the way what down. What are we doing yeah. here? <laughs> Got to get more yeah. frames. Yeah. Linus Tech Tips has a really cool video on like when, what you can perceive and what helps and whatnot. And just like you said, uh, I think it's 1440p, 120 hertz, anything after that you don't really notice. I've actually locked my 240 hertz yeah. monitor down to 144 because I figure why cook myself with my graphics card in, in the enclosed space here more than I need to. Yeah, for the Xbox Series X upstairs, I locked it at 30 because you can't do 4K 60 with HDR. And HDR is really cool in that dark room. So I'd rather have that big-ass TV with cool-looking colors and blacks and all that with only 30 frames because I'm not up there like playing a super competitive game, right? And you can right. get uh, the monitors that we're talking about. You can get those for, you know, like 400, 500 bucks. Like it's not a huge investment. There's some good ones out there for less than an arm and a leg. Yeah, these monitors have come down a lot in price since uh, when I was early getting into PC building. Yeah, I was like, damn, $800 for anything that had over 100 hertz. Yeah, cool, I remember cool. I was working at Best Buy when 120 hertz TVs came out. And that was like standard Best Buy act like 8K TVs are now. They first came out and they're like $8,000. <laughs> and people are walking out with them. And you're like, oh man, you wait a year and that thing is like a thousand bucks. We went to the mall yeah, right. when we were deployed in Dubai. And uh, we were walking through this there was like Ferraris inside the mall somehow. Yeah. Um, they had a 16 K that's that VIP parking. Yeah. They had a 105 inch 16 K TV that did 120 Hertz. And it was like equivalent of like 20,000 us dollars. <laughs> it's like, what is happening? There's, yeah. There's like that, whatever the Samsung, like if you go on Best Buy, you can get a, a $30,000 TV right now. And it's really funny. The reviews are like, I expect something a little bit better for $30,000. That's just, well, no shit. Like, no TV is going to be good, $30,000 good. Yeah, what? Car or... It's also that that 105-inch TV also has, like, a, you know, 15-second refresh rate. (laughs) So you're, like, getting the graphics, but at the same time, you're like, wow, It's a picture show. (laughs) It's like the NASA live stream of the asteroid they just smacked into. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One frame per 10 seconds. All right. We talked about this already, so we can run through it quick. But uh, what controller are you settling on? Uh, Elite controller for uh, the the PC and then DualSense 5. I don't think I'm going to get the Pro version yet. I got to wait to see what that looks like. Swift? Yeah, I'm, I'm the exact, exact same way. Uh, dude, you guys have been talking about the uh, Elite controller for xbox for a while and i was just kind of always like yeah okay that sounds cool but dude after just feeling it i I mean that thing is amazing and i don't know that i necessarily need to upgrade my ps5 controller like we talked about a week or two ago it's like i haven't played a two-person game on ps5 yet i also don't have friends irl (laughs) that are going to come over and play ps5 with me no just you don't have friends so like what that's true yeah yeah uh, but like, well, I don't need a second controller anytime soon until I 
rage quit and throw my dual sense controller in the pool or something <laughs> but i tell we'll you see. what if you are looking for friends that are not irl hit up bonsai gaming on discord i'll throw the link in the chat and we can we can play with you know couch co-op games from across the world it'd be great that was a segue that I would even I would be proud of. What a what he's learning, folks. That was he's the, come a long way since strong. his first episode. I should go into TV or radio yeah. or something. That was dope. Yeah, you should or podcasting even. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I, I just I'm getting paid so much here that it's just like I don't know if I want to start something else too. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. All right, what about your random random peripherals, your knickknacks and your whatnots? Swift, we've been getting into streaming and kind of podcasting, right? So I guess we got to talk about these microphones. So what are you rocking over there? I am rocking just the Elgato Wave 3. Uh, Mike? Wave 3. Wave 3, three. yep, three. correct. Um, I I really enjoy it. I mean, I don't know. You guys tell me on the chat or in an email or whatever happens to be if my audio sounds horrible, but I, it works pretty good for me. I also have the um, the Elgato camera. I have, <laughs> so it, since oh, we're yeah. getting into peripherals, and I know you and I have already talked about this, I have the Wave 3 uh, mic, the Elgato camera. I have a light behind my computer that's Elgato. I also have the Elgato Stream Deck. I have an Elgato Capture Card. Pay us money, Elgato. So Elgato. We're, we're, yeah, we're looking for some uh, sponsorships. Come on, Elgato. Throw us a bone. Razor yeah. and Elgato, please. <laughs> and Astro. Yeah. 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 <sighs> if uh, You tell us, since we're Twitch Affiliates chat, if if any of those companies are playing those commercials when uh, when our, our, twi- our stream is going... Let us know because we're writing an angry, nasty gram. Over yeah, there. I got one for <laughs> Honda, but there you go. Honda. <laughs> yeah, well, we do have a Honda in my home, but uh, there you yeah. go. Minivans, minivans for life. Cool. What else? You got anything else? Any other random knickknacks? I don't know. I dude, I, I think it's funny because when I, I order stuff for the computer all the time. And every time something shows up to the house, Shannon's like, you got another microphone (laughs) or you got another keyboard, another camera, because I just got stuff, you know, like you, like we talked about earlier, I get, I got to be ready for worst, worst case scenario. So I have spares. Um, I, I just have a lot of stuff that, uh, most of it's not being used currently, but it's ready to go if I need it. And I just like doing this and, you know, building the PC was awesome. I'm excited to be, you know, doing the podcast. So got to, got to be ready for whatever life brings our way. Yeah, it really is part of the fun, right? Is buying all the, all the gadgets and, and stuff. Yeah. Uh, We're just, we're techies on, on one side, right? Not necessarily like on the cutting edge of stuff, but we do like to test out new uh, and exciting gamer peripherals what about you pickle matt you got any uh what what the microphone has gone through some, some iterations upgrades in yeah. your short time i was uh us. yeti blue when you guys first asked me to do this uh and i i did like that but it wasn't it was kind of bulky so and then i had more dell credits to use so then i upgraded <laughs> to the sure m7 uh, which we're both rocking now and i really like this mic but the first one i got it was kind of a dud 
because every time I would breathe on the microphone a little bit too hard, the micro USB <laughs> cable would unplug, which, I mean, we've already talked about before. Like, dude, it's 2022. What are we using micro USB for? Uh, the, besides the, the yeah. Sure M7. <laughs> sure M7, yeah. Um, but now I got this new one, and it's uh, it's so good. I love this. So if, if anybody has any complaints, then talk to Sure about it. Uh, that's my microphone. I've got the Elgato uh, low-profile boom harm, which is super nice. I love that thing. And then for random, I've got the Razer webcam, which was rated the number one webcam for female streamers. Uh, <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed <laughs> it. It's got a ring. Where's your, it's got a... where's your cat ears, dude? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dude, uh, <laughs> it's got like a ring light around the camera itself, so it'll it'll if I turn it on, it'll it'll put light on my face. So I guess that's kind of why they said that, which made it, it made me think like this, I don't know. This is kind of sexist. Whoever put that rating yeah. or whatever is weird. Uh, Thanks for the follow. Vladimir will delete geez, Europe. <laughs> Come on. All right. Uh, what? Wait, what? I do have one other thing. You guys already took talk about your uh, PC setups, but my favorite peripheral that I have is a little Mando action there on my graphics card. Oh, there he is. And then you got this little is the baby way. Yoda playing Grogu. his own little game over there. Nice. That's cool. Well, it, your cooling is working if they haven't melted. That's good. Yeah, they're rated up to... I have no idea, actually. We'll see. He's wearing Beskar armor, so he's fine. <laughs> yep. Grogu, on the other hand. That's true. Know. Yeah, he'll be all right. Cool, cool. Yeah, um, you know, rocking some of the same stuff. Same mic as uh, Pickle Matt. I used to have the same one as Swift, and as soon as I got him comfortable with using it and convinced to buy it, I switched over to this one. Uh, <laughs> the Wave 3 that Imme he has immediately. is cool, but it it relies on a piece of software that is sometimes... I, I think they've fixed most of the bugs, because I don't think you've had an issue with it for a while, but initially, I have not. you and I were constantly having our settings just deleted and starting over, so... It is a cool piece of software because you can change the levels of a bunch of different whatever you want on your computer, whatever you assign programs to. So it gives you, I think, up to nine different channels that you can, on your screen, change the levels of. Very good for streamers, especially for a USB microphone. Pretty nice. But uh, this this mic is rated like a really good podcasting mic. So uh, we we made the leap over here. Uh, what else? I got this silly little uh, wireless charger from Razer to charge my phone when it's low, sitting next to my mouse. Oh, this is probably my they favorite one. I, I can't really, I don't know if I can stretch it over here, but uh, I use this a lot for streaming and Photoshop and stuff. But it's the Elgato Stream Deck, not to be confused with Steam Deck, which they announced at literally the same day, I think, it was very confusing. Um, but this thing basically just gives you a bunch of programmable buttons that you can change to whatever. But the cool thing is the buttons are little LED screens and you can make them look like whatever you want and animate them and whatever. So yeah, I have a bunch of uh, buttons that I use when I'm streaming to change scenes or whatever. Uh, mute microphones, all kinds of stuff. Kick a, kick a unruly fan out of the chat. All with a, one stroke. One stroke, so to speak. Yeah. See what I did there? And what's the Elgato other accessory that you were looking at this week? Oh, yeah. We talked about this. Uh, there's an, a foot pedal 
that Elgato makes that you can plug into USB, put down by your foot, you know, just like a Travis Barker in Blink-182. And uh, you can literally program... Oh, yeah, Swift's got it as well, Stream Deck. He's, I don't think he has any yeah, buttons Sash on there. said he wants to see... It's actually unplugged right now because I haven't streamed in a while. Um, but this is what it looks like. It has programmable buttons. Uh, you can switch scenes like like the stroke was talking about. It's pretty. It's pretty. You can cool. change yeah. the LCD screen on each button, right? To like be whatever you want. Yeah. Right, and each you can program oh, buttons to action. open up different menus. Like this is where I do sound effects. Uh oh, we played the intro music. So I can program all <laughs> kinds of stuff there, and uh, what else? I can switch my audio monitoring to my headset or my speakers on my desk. So there's some there's some cool features you can do. I can one click just start streaming if I want to. Um, so it does take a little bit of like messing with the software, but uh, it's pretty intuitive. And Elgato does a good job of showing you how to do it. And they make different yeah. sizes of those. This is the medium one. Um, there's a teeny tiny little one that ha has like six buttons, but the buttons can be programmed like you can make pages of buttons. So really, it just depends on how many buttons you want. Right Mox there, Dash, the... do you have one of those or are you looking into it? He says he's all about making his life easier. One thing I found yeah. with all this, just like my keyboard, analog keyboard, is like there's a lot of cool features on some of these things, but I just never sit down to like actually figure them out. Like I, I could figure out the analog feature of like the movement of my own character, but I just need to sit down and actually do it. Yeah. Like my, this... my stream deck would look like uh, Swift's for quite a while, I think. Just black with no buttons or it would have like one button that says like yeah. mute. Yeah. The stream deck software actually, it can use plugins for, from other companies. Right. So, uh, I'm trying to think of an example, but you, it, it even teaches you how to write code script to make your own program to do a certain thing on your computer. Right. Like I wanted to launch this, this, and this all in a row open up Photoshop and move it to this monitor and disable this monitor. And you can do all of that with one button. It's really cool. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. All right. Uh, I think that, oh, for my camera, I'm actually using a DSLR camera that I had. Uh, bragging. Panasonic GH5. And then I've got some lights around here. But other than that, that's about it. We got to do an episode on... Uh just like gamer cave or like setups and stuff like that. Yeah. Totally for it. Got to get those RGB LED shapes. All right, chat and uh, listeners, let us know, is there a product out there that is there a, a peripheral that we're completely missing from our setups that would just change the way that we approach this hobby? And let us know at OMG underscore podcast GG on Twitter and Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. And specifically, please let me know if it's on Dell.com. <laughs> that would help me. Dell is a All terrible right, company boys. to buy for. Otherwise, just so you know, don't buy from Dell. unless you I've never had a good experience with that company. <laughs> they operate their website like it's 1999, and their customer <laughs> service is like the worst I've ever seen. When you buy something from them, does it still come in a cow-printed box? Uh, Not the recent thing I have, but... They will just randomly cancel orders for no reason because apparently they don't want my money. Well, American Express's money. Oh, nice. 
All right, boys, we've talked about peripherals enough. Let's get into what we played this week. I did all of that with my stream deck. And Swift and I'm Pickle Matt didn't even hear <laughs> yeah. it because uh, I don't what? know how to I don't know how to let them hear that at the same time. But anyways, all right, let's see. I'm gonna start with uh, Pickle Matt. What'd you play? Uh, two games again. Sorry, it was uh, Heroes of the Storm as it was. I actually got Beetleborgs to join me and play this time. Didn't didn't ghost me. Did he get an p- apology before you started? I don't think I, I don't think he listened to the episode. He doesn't know the. Uh, bitterness of my temperament right now but wow the true contempt. easy if you're if you're watching now or listening then fuck you for last time <laughs> uh <laughs> play here's the storm uh i guess we have a league game next week is that right yeah we've got a game scheduled for thursday we'll see if we get enough otherwise we're uh officially done skis but come plus, on boys plus our we're, we're getting we're getting better we are I'm in. All right. Anyway. Yeah. And then I played Inscription. So I bought the game because we were talking about it a little bit. And I, I kind of love it. It's a, yeah, a card-based strategy game. And what they do with the game is actually not what I expected. So they have basically three acts in the game. And I'm not going to try to spoil, spoil any of this. But you'll learn how to play the game. And then you'll kind of finish the first act. And then they'll just completely change the kind of mechanic. So... Um, without spoiling, it's basically uh, at the first act, you're in this like three-dimensional, cool-looking game, and then you find this floppy disk in real life, apparently, and then you you then start playing a video game that is on a floppy disk, and so you, the mechanic looks like a uh, like an old, really old-school Pokemon game, where your little characters run around and you're you're playing card based still, but now everything's in like eight bit and it's tough, tough to kind of figure out the game mechanics again. It's really fun. So you beat this thing. I did. Yeah. It took me a long, it took me a while, a lot of game time, but uh, I played quite a bit. Is the, uh, is the actual gameplay like the card game entertaining? Yeah. The card game itself is entertaining and it's a little bit of a roguelite. So the, this first act right here that they're showing Every time you die for good, the guy, the the weird, creepy guy that you're fighting will take a picture of you and turn you into a card that you can then play. So it says, like, I'm Pickle Matt. Um, oh, weird. And then you can play your own card. And depending on what cards you already had in your hand, it'll either be a really weak or a really strong card. So it could be, like, either one. It's pretty funny. Dude, this website is trippy. I don't know if you've seen this, but... Um, when I went to their website, this computer popped up and it said, play trailer or watch demo or play demo or watch trailer. So I, I clicked watch trailer and it pulled up this like old Google Chrome Windows XP oh, computer that I can actually press Is that the inscription website? Buttons on. Is that the inscription website? It is. That Okay. So that is like the... The story is really interesting and and fun, um, and that is part of the game mechanic there. So uh, that totally makes sense. I'm gonna have to go to the website. It's really cool. So like at that. one point, that is I'm cool. not gonna spoil it, but at, at, there's really cool. There's some really weird, cool game mechanics. But at one point, one of the characters that you're fighting is like, "Can you give me access to your uh, files?" 
and you're like, oh, cool, whatever, it's a video game, I'll just hit yes. And then all of a sudden it's like, now pick one of your files to uh, use on this bad guy. And then it's your actual computer files. Like, oh. in my, it's in my, SS, I'm like in my SSD clicking on documents. And he's like, pick the biggest file and that'll be the most, the best for you. So I was like, oh, oh this is weird. <laughs> I don't know. That is weird. I don't like that. I'm pretty sure all these games already have access to that anyway, but they just used it in a really interesting yeah, way. Probably. Could I, should I click this influencers button? Oh, no. Now we're in an actual website. Damn it. <laughs> all right. Cool, cool. Well, that sounds like a cool one to check out. I might uh, I might get into that. I think it's 20 bucks. I think yeah, it's worth yeah. it. It's fun. Maybe I can lend it to you on my Steam library. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that feature. All right, I'll go next. Swift can uh, lead lead the way out, but uh, I mine will be short and sweet because I only played one game. Uh, Destiny Two has its claws in the stroke like never before, and uh, yeah, that's I don't know what else to say. I did uh, multiple raids without my friends because I got tired of waiting for them, and uh, yeah, Yeesh. <laughs> I am prepared now. I feel comfortable enough to teach all of you every raid that we could possibly do. So it's going to be fine. Love that. Cool, cool. So uh, get in there. Check it out. It's fun. And uh, there's no better time right now because uh, the next expansion will be out February, I think. Yeah, I think right at the end of February, the 22nd or 23rd is, I think, what I remember. Yeah. So I uh, get your grind on before that. Get event. your grind. All right, Swift, what do you got? Um, I'm going to start with my obscure-ish game of the week. Swift's obscure game of the week. Week, week, week. <laughs> I love that. I, lo I like watching you do that every week, so to mm -hmm. speak. Um, so kind of obscure. It was recommended to me on our Discord. Um, it's actually called Spirit of the North. And I know we talked about the mouse game earlier. Um kind of like stray but uh it's somewhat like that you start out as a fox and you just kind of have to wander around and and find essentially where to die to start off the game and then you get these powers from this essentially spirit uh which is why i'm assuming they call it spirit of the north um but your whole goal is to run around the map as this fox and use some special abilities to uncover the past of a dead civilization. Um, so you're trying to run around. It's, it's truly a puzzle game because you have to raise and lower water uh, levels. That, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that you have to do to succeed and continue on. I will say... I call it obscure because I'd never heard of it before, but it did come out November of 2019. So it's a, it's a little bit of an older game. Um, but overall, I'm really enjoying it. It's one of my favorite things about this game is there it, there's zero dialogue. <laughs> You're just a fox and you run around and get kind of clues to tell you where to go next. But other than that, there's no like hitting A over and over and over to get through some dialogue that you don't care about because you're just trying to play the game. Um, it's truly just get in there. There's no tutorial. Just get in there and try to figure it out. Um, 
it's like I said, it's it looks cool. Uh, it feels good. I know there are some reviews saying that the the controls are a little bit clunky, but I didn't really experience any of that. Um, so overall, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm truly looking forward to get, getting back in there and seeing where this adventure takes me. Nice. It looks it uh, looks yeah, pretty uh, all relaxing. I have on that. It is. It truly is. The music is really good. And there's, like I said, no dialogue, so you don't have to deal with any of that. You just kind of wander around and try to figure out the puzzles to get you to the next chapter of the game is how they break it up. So, like I said, I'm enjoying another, it. Well, there you have it. Swift, another recommendation for uh, from Swiftmida on uh, his obscure yeah, games. Yeah, I know. I'm going... Going away from my standard, <laughs> don't play this game. <laughs> yeah. We should start a spreadsheet or like a little yeah. thing to make sure we have all this written down. Yeah. Um, other than that, I played a little bit of HOTS, not a whole ton. This week, I'm kind of like you guys where I didn't really get into a whole ton of gaming. Like I talked about at the very beginning of the episode, it was a long week, hectic week. So... Uh, played a little bit of Hots, and then other than that, Destiny with you. Nice. Looking forward to our first raid. I I want to do it. Not our first raid, right? We've attempted before, but looking forward to completing a raid finally with the boys. Um. So yeah, that's it. That's it for nice. me. Cool. Well, there you have it. That's what we played this week. And uh, if there's a game you guys want us to play, we've said it before, but we'll say it again. Let us know at OMG underscore podcast GG, and uh, we'll make it happen. We, uh, we, we'll find time for your game. Don't you worry. We'll, uh, we'll feature it on the show. We'll talk about it. We'll tell you if you're out to lunch or if it's a, it's a good game other people should check out. Like, uh, I don't know. What? Oh, did you guys talk about... Or did we already talk about this last week? You suck at parking? Oh, we already talked about it. Yeah, we talked about it. Okay. okay. We talked yeah. about it last week. Yeah. It's all running together. I just didn't get a yeah. chance to to dive back in there, which I'm kind of upset about because, again, um, game is fun. Yeah. I, I was going to say, on or about beginning of November, I will not have time to play anyone's recommendations because I will be God of War for months. <laughs> That's Sure. Yeah, Nothing cool. Else. We're gonna have great content on the show. Maybe we just change the the scope of the show for a few months to God of War, like we cover specifically that so just... game. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Cool, cool. Well, there it is. What we played this week, and that's about all we have for you this week. Before we let you go, let's go around the room. Let's hear some advice for these gamers out there who have joined us tonight and uh, or listening on podcast. Swift, what do you got? Yes, yes, sir. Um, so for me, I just want to talk. I know we talked about a lot of stuff that is available for your PC or console or whatever. I will say that while all of that is cool, make sure you're not shopping outside your means. You know, don't get yourself in trouble because of stuff you're buying. And look online before you make a purchase. I know we talk about Elgato a lot and Razor and all that stuff, but there are plenty of things out there that are probably cheaper. Um, 
so yeah, just, just think about before you just blindly follow us and commit to buying something that you probably don't need right off the bat, do some research and, and, uh, find something that can potentially be, do the same thing, but a little bit cheaper if that's what you Very need. nice. And uh, that's a good segue to let you know that Pickle Matt is the king of gamer gear discounts slash deals. So if you ever want some uh, good insight on that stuff, go ahead and join our Discord, Bonsai Gaming, and uh, we'll get you in there. There's a, there's a whole channel for Pickle Matt's gaming deals. He's always updating us with. What is the last one you threw at us? I don't even remember. Something good. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but Some, you can send us gaming deals too, and I'll be happy to waste my money on things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, the the one other thing that I wanted to talk about is the we talked about a lot about peripherals, but not our chairs that we're all sitting in. Oh so comfy. my goodness! So just realize there are there are gamer chairs out there that are probably a lot of money because I spent far too much on mine, um, but. We did talk about chairs and ergonomics and all that stuff in a previous episode, so no reason to really dive into that. Yeah, yeah. All right, Pickle Matt, what are you going to leave them with? Yeah, I thought it was good advice there. Like, look at a website and just did it. If you're if you're just starting out, or like maybe you're between jobs or something like that, there's always like look at the reviews for the best budget X Y Z, and it's probably great. Like, it's probably still a great quality thing that is good enough. Like. You don't need RGBs on your mouse pad. That's stupid. Uh, and takes up a USB port. Uh, cool. But what I will say is everything that you have must match. Every peripheral. You can absolutely not have a Logitech keyboard with a Razer mouse. It's just, you're not going to be as good at gaming. Nah, I'm just kidding. But that's what I did. Um, I felt like I boxed, my, boxed myself in. But here I am with everything Razer. Uh, He's even got the chair. Razer chair. This thing is awesome. I love it. Uh, but now I need to get the Astro A A50s, man. Gotta yeah, do it. It's worth it. I was a big Razer headset guy before, but this is this is the way. This is the way. All right. Here's what I'll leave you with: some advice. He talked about making sure all your stuff matches, not just for peripherals, but your RGBs. But here's some here's some uh, some solid advice I have for you. Every single piece of software that runs coordinated leds for some reason takes a whole hell of a lot of processing power so if you're ever going to do leds that coordinate like your mouse and your keyboard is matching your pc and all whatever your headset go with one piece of software or one company Dude. there was a there was a point i was running corsair fans on my pc razor chroma whatever brand whatever they call their software and then one other one for something else i don't remember what it, oh, it was for my stupid motherboard and half of my processing power was constantly being used and i eventually had to just delete the corsair software because my fit you could tell when my computer was struggling because the fan leds would start like glitching <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh my god that's awesome dude so, uh, that yeah. is a good point because i have everything star wars themed in here but my freaking i will never open the g skill LED controls. Yeah, yeah the RAM, will, that's another one. It will always be rainbow, even though I could make it a really cool, like, green and blue, like, scanning thing, like uh, the rest of my Star Wars stuff. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so uh, get yourself one or two, at most, uh, LED softwares and call it good, because otherwise you're going to lose out. Or just buy more RAM. Lose out. Or, yeah. With RGBs. Yeah, just that just more throw more RAM. money at it. It's going to be fine. 
Also, make sure you make sure you choose wisely what color you pick for your RGBs because uh, your RGBs give you different um, upgrades when it comes to gaming. Like you'll have more mana if you use blue. If you use purple, your actions per minute will go up and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, rainbow is always safe. You'll get kind of a mix of all, everything, but not as high. <laughs> all right, there you have it. Uh, that's all we got for you this week, guys. Thanks for joining us in the chat. As always, we love you guys. Uh, a couple more followers, and if this is your first time here, uh, thanks for being here. Moxstash, thanks for joining us. And for all you subscribers out there, one more time, Pickle Matt, show them what they can get for being the first of 10 subscribers to One More Game Podcast. Now. There it a is. Custom, me, uh, there's his uh, custom gaming tag. printed. Whatever color you want, let us know. Whatever and, color uh, you, well, you. hold on. Now, let's talk about that. So okay. <laughs> I only have <laughs> filament <laughs> for my 3D printer that is not in every single color imaginable. So just... Uh, We'll hit you up okay. on the, the Bonsai Gaming Discord and uh, get you guys sent the the gamer tag or hashtag or whatever you want to want to have there. And then we can have you pick out one of your favorite colors if as long as it's one of the eight I have for filament. Yeah, we're, we're, we're in the 8-bit color uh, era. Cool, yeah, cool. that's right. All right, for listeners who want to catch us live, chat with us, and maybe get a shout-out on the air, we stream at twitch.tv slash omgpodcast on most Sundays at 9 p.m. Central. Stand by for updates on that. We'll update you on the Twitter, and then uh, there you have it. Cool. You can find me streaming from time to time at twitch.tv slash the underscore underscore stroke, and uh, same on Twitter and Instagram, as well as Swift over there at twitch.tv slash swiftmeda. And I'm Pickle Matt at you would guess it twitch.tv slash I'm Pickle Matt. Check us out, follow, and uh, as you notice, his gamer tag is much smaller than ours because we're the best Origi- <laughs> hey, original man, members of uh, OMG Podcast. Practice runs <laughs> on the 3D printer. Cool, cool. You can also find our other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or omgpodcast.podbean.com or anywhere else you find podcasts. And we'll leave you with one final thought as we go. Just because you have to grow up doesn't mean you have to stop gaming. Game on, gamers, and we'll see you next week on One More Game. Swift, I'm Pickle Matt. See ya. See ya. See ya. You've been listening to the One More Game podcast. Designed for adults who play video games. Adults who play video games who constantly get nagged about it. Nag, nag, nag. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Find the One More Game podcast where you get your podcasts. Hit us up on Instagram at OMGPodcastGG and on Twitter at OMG underscore PodcastGG. Until next time, they'll keep nagging and we'll keep playing. See you next time on the One More Game podcast.